The world is talking. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. I invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, the power of water, global warming, and your health. Your health is so important to the ecosystem of the planet, and this show is about you learning and taking a classroom time to listen to the people that we bring to the show each week. You can go and listen after the show is over on our archive at www.natureseries.com or the Sharon Kleiner Hour at yahoo.com and take a class of any class you want. And I'll look at it this way. Be proactive. If you get something in your mind and you need a little reinforcement about something you haven't learned lately or haven't been reminded about or something brand new to learn, go and listen to the best of the best that we bring to the show from all over the United States and eventually around the world. Today in our United States, uh, throughout the world, I'd like to tell you the population growth. October 13th in 2008, our population was, in the world, 6 billion, 729 million, 868,255 people. Today, October 20th, 2008, your population is 6 billion, 731 million, 398,351. Isn't that something? We're growing. The Earth has an ecosystem that began from the beginning of the time, and the power of it all is the water, and also that moisture in the air that you cannot see that is so important to your lubrication and to slow down your dehydration. The moment you were born and you entered in the air you breathe and you left that pocket of water, you began to dehydrate. The forces of the air, forced air heating and cooling, insulated windows and walls, and the world outside your lifestyle, your choices, no two eyes alike, no two skins on the complexion alike, and no two fingerprints. That's your personal dehydration. It's dehydration that causes a lot of these symptoms. In fact, I'm going to be bold, causes symptoms. It is the major factor of your individual symptom. So let's learn more about that each week. Drink a lot of water and learn more about what you need to do to be proactive and have better health, and then maybe you'll learn and pay it forward to others that you meet because it is contagious to learn that. We teach each other. Today we have Leah Yamajuchi from Portland, Oregon, who's with the Rockwood Clinic. She's an acupuncturist, and it's one of my favorite topics. I think you're going to enjoy this. It's something many people here in the country should learn more about is acupuncture and its benefits. It is for real. It does work. I want, you're going to be learning about how to prevent, identify, and treat your dehydration for your health. And that's what it's doing. And I'm really excited about what Leah is going to teach us today. My second guest is one of our favorites, Art Bernstein from Gold Hill, Oregon. He's a naturalist and author. Today we're going to learn more about the Phantom Five in Canada's first natural marine conservation area. That is going to be a fun one. But we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, to replace the lost moisture to the eyes, all natural. Well, listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Leah. (music) 
Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. Welcome back to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, the power of water, global warming, and your health. The word dehydration has been way overlooked in symptoms. And many years ago, about 30 years ago, when I began to study, and where I'm at today, to prove the fact that 30 years later, your symptoms are because of lack of moisture, dehydration daily, from the moment you were born until the day you pass. Today we have Leah Yamaguchi from Portland, Oregon, an acupuncturist. Leah, are you with us? I am, Sharon. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about you and your background. What I do with our guests is I'd like for our listeners to learn more about where a guest comes from and how they got where they're at, and then we move into the classroom of learning more about what we need to learn. I'm um, an acupuncturist here in um, Portland. My company is Gresham Acupuncture, and I started apprenticing in Japan. I lived in Japan for seven years in, um, for most of the 90s, and I studied shiatsu massage there, and then I started apprenticing with acupuncture, and I continued doing that for a few years in Japan, but I learned it all in Japanese, so it was really interesting coming back to America and trying to explain it in a vernacular that I was really unfamiliar with. So we ended up, my husband is Japanese, and we ended up moving back here um, in 1999, and I went to a, a master's program here in Portland to get my degree, and I have been working out of Rockwood Chiropractic Clinic here in Gresham for the last four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Now, where did you live in America before you went to Japan? I'm from Ohio in the Midwest originally. Uh And then we came back to the West Coast just because we had direct flights to Japan and we had a great public transportation system out here. Okay. Well, in Portland, Oregon, it's so beautiful in that area you're at. It is. It is. All that area. Now, tell us why you chose uh, to become an acupuncturist. Did you have something in your life that you just really, uh, it became something that you wanted to make a mission? You know, many people are like that. Many people have their own injuries that they've overcome or their own illnesses that they've overcome with acupuncture, and that's what brought them into that field or any field. You know, people are drawn to them that way. But mine was just it kind of chose me. (laughs) I was really interested in the massage aspect. But Uh um, shiatsu massage uses the same meridians and the same um, traditional Chinese medical theories as acupuncture does. And then I um, recommended to an um, apprenticeship in Japan. And when someone recommends you for something, you don't say no. (laughs) Uh Now, when you say the word meridians, pretend like our audience and I are not too smart. Okay. You have a field that many of us have never practiced. Right, and so like when I was you say earlier, it has own kind of stop and give us a little bit of education, so we can learn some of those def- definitions and define them, so that it helps us learn more about the common sense of why the acupuncture is so important. When you say meridian, what do you mean for us to learn? 
There are 14 major rivers of energy that flow in the body, and we call those um, meridians or channels. There are many, many smaller collaterals that go off of that, but the Chinese were very, um, they used words that related to their culture and everything. So if you were looking down into a town that had its, the big waterways that got into, became smaller rivers and then to tiny streams and then to canals off of that, they equate the energy moving in the body very similarly uh-huh. to that. Okay. And so we have all of these rivers of energy that at some places they're, they're bigger and flowing fully and at some places they're very narrow and, and, and very um, closer to the surface. And they all, I say we have 14 of them, but they all flow into each other and make a circuit as well of energy. Now, when they're flowing, where is the most powerful? Let's say everything has to believe, I believe, originates from a spot. Are they originating from down at the feet? Are are they originating anywhere in the body that kind of gives us a picture of where this originates and the circulation will flow? Well, like I said, it's a circuit, so, you know, if you have a okay, circle so and you pick anywhere on the circle, it's okay. starting and flowing from there. Okay. The lower dantian or the area, you know, um, a little below the belly button is a very, very big energy base in Chinese okay. medicine. But, you know, so is also in the solar plexus area and up in the head. So we have big bases of energy everywhere. And some of the channels actually hold more energy than others as well, so that when things are going poorly, you want to tap into them to pull out more energy to get it circulating. Because theoretically, when everything is flowing smoothly, we have no pain or disease. Mm-hmm. Is that why uh, the, the proper breathing is so important? Proper breathing is just so essential regardless. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. How many people know that, though, Leah? But in there we say energy in Chinese medicine, and, okay. and that's the English word, a translation, but we have several layers and several levels of that energy. We have essentially what the energy that we're born with, kind of like our genetic DNA makeup, and that is stored in the kidneys, in the adrenal area, and we're born with that energy, and... Theoretically, when that's burned up, we die. You know, we have a a given amount of that that we can't create, but we supplement that by the air that we breathe and the food that we eat. And if we can process the energy from the air that we breathe and the food that we eat, we don't need to tap into our, our, our essential energy. And so it lasts us a lot longer. But if we're not breathing and we're not eating properly and we're not properly digesting our food and the circulation is poor and like you were talking about, you know, we're drying out, all of those things inhibit our proper digestion of this energy from the outside. Mm -hmm. And so then we have to use up our natural store of energy and that theoretically shortens our life. Glad you said the word outside. Mm-hmm. You know, you many years ago, when I started studying Leo, well over 30 years ago, uh, to kind of let you know where I come from, uh, I was surprised how a person could be diagnosed with the same symptom of terminal diagnosis. Why is it that one made it through it and got into remission and the other one didn't? And I noticed there's a stress load from the outside. Oh, absolutely. And, I'm, I, and I began to study that. And I was just amazed at how overlooked, how we have overlooked and throughout the world in medical research and science that the outside is the dominant force of your whole life and choices. And sometimes you didn't make the choice. It was forced upon you because it came from the outside. 
Right. Um, now let's get into um, what you said about the flow, right. the, all of the, uh, the uh, circulation, and I like what you said about digestion. It's vital. Now, before we begin with the acupuncturist lessons here, how many cells are within the body? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. How many cells? Yeah. I'm sure you have the answer to that. Well, I do, but I, I was wondering if in acupuncture, if that became a uh, uh, very exciting method to understand. But there's about 50 trillion cells made up of all, in, you know, uh, molecules and all those m- millions and millions of cells and that's where I came from with learning about water and dehydration and the, what happens with the uh, electrolytic energy within those cells and when they become toxin at all and you haven't digested and you haven't drank plenty of water and didn't right, eat the right foods it become very toxic um, and then when the skin from the outside gets very tense you can't allow the skin isn't allowing the dehydration of the uh, evaporation, let's say, uh, the lubrication, I should say, of the toxin to move through the skin. A lot of people don't know know that toxin really comes through the skin more than you're flushing the toilet. Right. Now we're going to come into you teaching us about how important acupuncture is. I am so convinced of it. Tell us about it. How long ago did it start? What was the reason it began, the whole uh, practice of it? and uh, what you would like us to learn. I'm just going to let you take a step-to-step. Okay, great. Well, there's more to traditional Chinese medicine um, than, than acupuncture. It's a full healthcare system. It involves, like I mentioned earlier, I studied a shiatsu massage, and there's a Chinese version, which is twina massage. It involves diet, nutrition, massage, um, exercise, which is very, very important. And their exercise is qigong, which is very similar to Tai Chi, but there's no martial aspect to it at all. It's just the, the meditative movement of the energies. Qigong is Q-I-G-O-N-G. And it's, you know, the disciplining of your qi, of your energy. Qi is energy. Okay. And um, gong is just discipline, practice, doing the same thing. And then there is Chinese herbal medicine and acupuncture. And along with acupuncture, there's moxibustion, which is burning some mugwort. Um, on certain points to warm the body and move the energy as well. So it's, it's an entire medical field. It's not just the acupuncture. And in health, in China, in China, in Asia, in general, the first thing you do when you're feeling out of balance is to change your diet. And in America, of course, that's absolutely last straw. You know, people will go through how many surgeries and how many everything before they decide they're going to finally give in and make a dietary change. Mm-hmm. Where in Chinese medicine, that's the very first thing. And so you're very empowered by that. There's a lot you can do for your own health and wellness and balance. So you make a change in your diet. And if that doesn't work, then you change your exercise. If that doesn't work, then you maybe get some massage and then maybe take some herbs and then maybe get some acupuncture to have someone else you know, help manipulate your energy some to help heal yourself. And so, so the, the whole there. approach is, you know, a little bit uh-huh. different from American or Western medicine. Very interesting. So now when you say they try, there's, a, there's a traditional steps. So are the traditional steps always the same? They start out with the first step, second step, they are always the same steps? Well, 
you know, if, if someone doesn't have access to the herbs that they need, you know, but if someone has easy access to it, maybe they'll do herbs before they do, okay. you know, physical change. But it's just, it's usual that pattern that okay. people, you know, people make the changes in their diet first because they know foods and, and, um, Fruits and vegetables and meats and grains are so powerful in our body. Mm-hmm. And we break down the constituents of food very differently than in the West. You know, we break it down to it has this enzyme and it has this vitamin and it has this mm-hmm. complex in it. Where in Chinese medicine, it breaks down to whether it's warming to the body or cooling, extremely heating or extremely cooling, if it's neutral, if it brings the, lifts the energy up in your body or pulls the energy down, pushes it out, like you said, through the skin, or astringes it inward, or um, so that the each, if it's um, a yin or a yang type of a food or vegetable, and what organ system it goes to. So every food is broken down into those components, mm-hmm. as are all the herbs. And so foods are just milder forms of herbs, and it's something that we're eating every day. And so seasonally, we should be eating different foods to do different things to our body. In other words, let's back again. I, I, there's some things that are very fascinating. Very fascinating. Just yeah, it is. On. It's pretty magical. Anyway, and now when you're saying, and I'm going to back my audience up for something, because uh, I'm a common sense. I am not a very smart person. Okay. I study, I'm a study freak. I'm a nerd. Uh, but anyway, when you said when the person has feelings uh, not quite right and something might be wrong, they try different, in, 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 different, in Asia, they try different steps to try to figure it out. Well, if, I'm going to try this and see if I feel better. Not, not quite as good as I want to feel. I'm going to try this next step and see if I feel better. Right. And they don't quite feel like they're there yet, so they try the next step to see if they're going to feel better. Now, do they continue the steps, all three steps? All the steps, can, they don't discount what they've started. They, they don't just start one, stop one. No, I mean, I mean, they could probably continue eating foods that they know are healthy for having and, and maybe take a little more of that and, and, and they if that's not working they continue to do that they're not going to go out and eat kentucky fried chicken exactly. because their soup didn't work and then go do the next thing exactly now we're down to where they've um feel like that uh they're they're getting to where they're feeling a little more and i love the american choice of a description call i'm being more proactive mm-hmm. i'm going to learn about this myself I'm going to try these steps and see how they work. And, of course, we're going to add a lot of water to this diet too, uh, to make sure it's working. Then the person is looking at themselves. And this is something that is so important that you just said that could be life or death and a better way of living and a happier way to deal with stress is look at yourself, balance yourself, and evaluate yourself. Exactly. Uh, you've just said that to them. Uh, you know, what is stress? It's, it's all the things that you don't feel good about tied up inside of you. And the skin gets tighter and tighter and doesn't allow any de- digestion, and especially if you're not drinking anywhere near enough water. But what you said now is all of these things are so important to give you the ability to uh, digest your food, have electrolytic ability of lots of energy, and deal with the problems that go on outside of you. Now, when a person decides that, uh, and even in Asia, when they've decided they still don't feel quite right, they'll go to an acupuncturist. And we're going to listen to our sponsor, Leah. And when we come back, you'll tell us what the acupuncture uh, treatment will do 
if all of these things are, yes, working, or let's say they just want to have a regular routine of keeping up with their therapy with an acupuncture. Uh, be thinking about what you think that you want the audience to learn. Uh, we're going to listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Listen. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. Studio A. I want to welcome you back to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, the power of water, global warming, and your health. Today we have Leah Yamatuchi from Portland, Oregon, who is with the Rockwood Clinic, uh, and she is an acupuncturist, and she's teaching us about how to prevent, identify, and treat dehydration for your health. Leah, I want to ask you as we left, you were teaching us some very exciting learn-to-live-with-yourself ideas in our country and different parts of the world, and we have a great audience, I've been told, in Australia People around the world have different ideas about how they think about how to take care of themselves. But you're teaching us that in the Chinese ideas, methods, and they're probably, what, thousands of years old, that they've learned to do more, taking, better taking care of themselves with their own symptoms. Right. Uh, with different uh, methods they've learned. And you evaluated that for us, and our listeners can go back and listen to that uh, on the web. But tell us about acupuncture. Why would a person go to an acupuncturist? So, for so many reasons. We had touched on, on physical symptoms and, and how the food and the air um, can be digested and become energy in our body as well. But Chinese medicine doesn't really differentiate between um, emotional stresses and physical stresses. So pain in your knee can, because, can be because you bumped it you know, when you fell or because of emotional um, upsets. So basically any emotional or physical um, imbalance in your body, you can come to um, an acupuncturist or Chinese herbalist. Chinese herbs and acupuncture work treating the body in the same way, in the same, the same system, or shiatsu massage. They all work on those same meridians that I, I was speaking of earlier. So there are basically the meridian system in the body, and then there's also the um, yin-yang. I'm sure people have heard of that. We say yin-yang in Chinese medicine. So if I'm going to mention yang, it means yang. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the same as the, as the um, twang there. I want to explain and, that to the audience before you go on because that is a, <clears throat> often they'll hear it, but they people are so interesting. We all do not ask at the time, what does that mean? We all want to be smart and pretend like we know. But uh, tell us what yin-yang means. Right. I was just about to do that. So the yin and the yang are very, very, it looks like a very, very simple system, but it's quite complex. And um, the 
energies both have the bigger, rounder end, and then the little tail end that comes off. And then there's a little circle of the opposite color, black or white, within the largest part of, of the symbol. And so yin in the body is the substance of the body. It's the fluid. It's the, the secretions. It's the, the, the tissue itself. It's the body. And the yang is the energy, the movement, the firing of the neurons, the, the firing of the cells, the, the active mind, you know, the movement. And so together they stay balanced. And to get into what you were mentioning with dehydration, we don't look at, of it, look at it purely as water. We look at it as a balance between the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. The yin in the body is the substance. And yin, as we're born, you know, babies are just little drool machines. They've got all this extra fluid. Good for you. I'm everywhere. so glad you're bringing that out. Okay. And as we age, we dry up, you know, to, you can barely move your tongue off the top of your mouth, you know. <laughs> so just looking at the mouth alone is very different between a baby and an elderly person. So we do dry up. And so what we want to do to maintain optimal health is nourish the yin in our body, the yin, the substance, the secretions, the hormones, the, the fluid, the saliva, our sexual mm-hmm. secretions, our, you know, the, the connective tissue in the body should be, you know, um, fluid like you were talking about so that the neurotransmitters can, can fire and talk to each other. Different parts of your body can communicate. As we dry out, that becomes more viscous and your body can't communicate clearly to different, different systems and different parts of the body. And so we really, really want to educate people on how to nourish the yin. And then typical American lifestyle, which is go, 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 24-7, you know, run, do better, do, do more than everyone else. You know, all of that activity burns up our yin. Prescription medications, um, drug use, um, recreational drug use, alcohol, tobacco, um, you know, excessive physical activity, excessive sexual activity, eating hot, spicy, greasy foods, all of that burns up the yin in our body, whereas things that nourish yin are relaxation, (laughs) meditating. Being a little lazy. Right, right. Kicking back, don't be guilty. Taking (laughs) baths, being near water, seeing beauty, listening to poetry. Listen to the birds. Exactly, being a part of nature. Among the birds. All of that, yeah. you know, but being around water, since water is that, that, you know, the, yeah. the element of the kidneys in the, in the Chinese medicine, which is, you know, the root energy. Yeah. And so just being near that, hearing the fountains and, mm-hmm. and having that around you. And so we really need that in our body, we, in our lives, we need that to balance us out. I think and you mentioned so, something that we need to have our audience think about. You know, we're going through such a, this earth and this planet, we go through a lot of communications that are tugging at us, Leah. Mm. And we get up in the morning, and we have a tendency not to want it to be quiet. Right. We're turning on music, or we're turning on a radio, or we're turning on uh, the television, whatever. We became a communication addict. We have to have that uh, um, enforcement, what's come going on. And people haven't learned to be lazy listen to the birds, listen to the wind, listen to just nothing. You know, but lazy has a negative connotation to it. It's okay, more like with that. be meditative, be sedative, you know, be okay. nourishing. It's very nourishing to the body. You yeah, know, it's thank just being. you. Because, you know, because the reason I use the word personally, lazy, 
is a lot. Maybe it's myself, I'll be honest. I'm a go, 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 go. Try to get as much done as I can. I'm on the roll. I'm 67 years old, nonstop for many, many, many years, taking a corporation to the planet, doing what I do. Right. And I find when I'm sitting still and everything is quiet and I'm wanting to just read or just kind of like pray or do what I want to do, I'm almost feeling like I'm lazy mm-hmm. because I'm slowing down. So that's, that's why, so you know, and there's a lot of us out there, and it's a sin. Trust mm-hmm. me, audience, it is a sin that the tugging and the pulling of what is expected of all of us today is beyond all imaginations in modern times. It's modern times. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what I meant is don't be guilty to be sit back and listen to nothing. And if anybody tries to intimidate you, don't let them do it. It's your life. It's your gift to live on this earth and enjoy smelling the roses and listening to the birds and taking a time to look at the sky. Well, let me get back to that yin-yang symbol. You know, one of them will start off in that little point, and then it'll build and get to, you know, almost a full circle there. And so that's cycl- um, the body's cyclical like that. Something starts, it builds up to completion, and then it flips into the other, then it becomes the yang. You know, and so with rest, if we're going to be go, 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 go all the time, you go, you burn your body out, and you collapse. Yeah. And that's what an injury or an illness or a surgery is. And then you're completely bedridden, you know, so you go from one extreme to the other. Whereas if you really work hard at nourishing the body, then you can sustain more prolonged, steady activity mm-hmm. than than not. You know, everyone's always like, oh, why did this injury happen? Why did, you know, why am I so sick? You know, and it's your body saying, you know, it's a slap in the face. Hey, you know, you need rest. You need to lay down and do nothing and, and just nourish your body. And if you don't get that, I'm just going to show you how. <laughs> or you collapse. Right. You know, I'm, I, I don't look, you know, I'm in Manhattan a lot through the years, and we get around, all of us, and, and we, we have a, people who we call homeless. How did they get there, Leah? Something happened. They didn't want to be homeless. Right. This is a, that's a much bigger issue than I'm willing to go into right now. No, no, no. What I mean on is, that for hours. no, no. What I mean is, is that everybody listening should realize when you burn out and you become almost your defenses are not there because something happened that you just broke down, and that's what I'm moving toward. Is people have to realize we're all human. We're not a robot. Right. And what you're saying, now let's go back into acupuncture of what it could do to give us what we need. What is the uh, therapeutic benefit of it? And so some symptoms of drying out that you may uh-huh. notice okay. are, are um, you know, it can lead to different systems in the body, different organ systems start to dry out, mm-hmm. the dry, chronic cough, the, the um, you know, lung disease or stomach diabetes is a lot of... Um, digestive area drying out and becoming very hot heat hot when when the yin starts to dry out it doesn't root down the yang it doesn't root down the fire so then the fire becomes scattered and so you may feel like you have more energy and you may feel more sporadic and more but you're basically running on kind of deficient fumes in the body and menopause is a huge example of this the you know there are a lot of drying symptoms in women women notice their hair their skin you know vaginal dryness all kinds of drying oh, men, go, men go through uh, menopause too right a little bit differently and women is much more but they are um, going through it and they don't want symptom, you know example people yeah. can really relate to that the memory issues and then but they still feel 
you know, that heat, the hot flashes, the night sweats, the, um, you know, some, that increase in sexual interest even, all of that is this excess fire we have in the bodies because that is not being grounded by the fluid. And so we need to not only nourish the fluid in the body, we need to clear that excess heat because that heat is what causes inflammation in certain areas. And so that inflammation and that heat can cause, you know, we don't use a lot of Western um, terms, but, you know, Western diabetes, you know, things like that, diseases, you know, we will just use symptoms in Chinese medicine or what we treat. We treat symptoms in acupuncture, but it leads to diseases that people know, such as diabetes or um, uh, just any type of drying heat inflammation in the, in the knees and the what joints. About, what about uh, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's? And Have you ever touched on to that research at all? Yes, we do. Um, and these are, ju- these are just such huge topics. Each of those could be an hour show well, let's on do their another own. One. And it's I'm going to keep you explained. on a couple of minutes longer today because I'm really enjoying this for the audience. <laughs> no, no, you really are very good for the audience. It's our, we have to learn that. There well, are let other me get through the, the basic about. first, and then if we have further questions, I can answer some of those with those diseases because those can all be explained energetically. And it's the symptoms of those diseases. You know, acupuncture, Chinese medicine, I just want to be very clear, we do not treat diseases. We do not treat Western diseases. We treat the symptoms because 10 people can come in with a headache and we could do 10 different treatments because we treat the individuals and where their energy is at that time. Not everyone has the same headache. Not everyone has the same you know, liver disease. Not everybody has the same diabetes. There are several causes. Not everyone has the same menopause. You know, different symptoms arise um, more predominantly in each individual. So we do a full intake, a lot of questions, a lot of listening, a lot of smelling. You know, the body has different... People talk with different tones. They have different odors. They, different they move differently. And all of that leads us gives us an idea of what organ system, what river of energy that we were talking about earlier is effective, yeah. affected more predominantly. Okay. And then we want to bring that energy back into balance, and we really, want to, we really need to balance out the yin and the yang in the body. And so we do that with um, insertion of needles. We do that with massage. We do that with teaching breathing and meditation. We do it with herbs. And I do it with dietary suggestions. I'm always making recommendations on what people, just a few things that they can add or take away from their daily diet to help start putting their body back into the path of balance, which is going to help ease those We're back symptoms. to the body doing what Earth has to do, get to an ecosystem. Exactly. Equilibrium balance to you, yourself. And looking at yourself like you are that special, you are that unique, you are a gift, and you are an individual. But don't compare yourself does. to... You just said this morning, uh, don't compare. Be yourself, and that's what you're doing with your patients when they're coming in. Absolutely, and we are the, the we are smaller ecosystems inside our body, but it's all affected by what's going on with the environment around us. Exactly, so things are very seasonal. Back to that outside of you, and very cyclical. You know, your body is very different in the fall than it is in the spring, right. and so even healthy people. We suggest, and traditionally throughout Asia, the times you went in for acupuncture were at the change of the season because when there's a big environmental shift okay. outside, it's shifting the same way in your body, and you want to make that as smooth Very as possible. Very interesting. That's okay. when everyone catches cold. You won't believe this. In all the years I've studied, I've never heard that one. So people really 
uh, do an acupuncture uh, therapy at, at, the, at the beginning of the season. At the change of the season, because change that's the season. Go on inwardly as well. Okay. And our diets should. And then you give change. them assistance and learning more about it's the change of the season and think about these particular nutrition habits during that season. Right. And these, you know, in some seasons you need to rest more. You know, winter, if you look outside, all the leaves have died, the trees have gone into the roots. Oh, my goodness. That's when it's time for us to go in and meditate and become more introspective. And, you know, everyone says all these people become depressed at Christmas time or during the winter. And it's not necessarily become depressed, but naturally we become more introspective. We come within ourselves. And in the summer, you know, when it's light until 10 o'clock at night, we have more energy to run and be active, but in the winter we should be we should sleep more, we should eat more nourishing foods, heavier foods, and we should you know hibernate slightly and mentally as well. You know, bring in our energy, and that's okay. You know, we don't all have to be. Now, when you're doing the acupuncture, it doesn't hurt. It, it pain is an interesting word. It doesn't usually hurt, and well, yeah, let's help them learn. When a lot of people who have heard of it, and a lot of people have. Maybe done a few people have done it, and a lot of people were going to be much more fascinated to try it and think about it today. Uh, when you go to have the the needles uh, applied, they're very very thin. They're very very thin, like hair width, and kind of like a the thinnest needle that you would be sewing with the thinnest needle. Yeah, they're. Very, I mean, they're just. And a lot of times, people won't feel them. I'll have six or seven needles in a person, and they're like, "Okay, have you? When are you going to put have it you in? Done Tell it me yet. when it's going okay. in." But you know, I treat a lot of auto injury patients. I treat a lot of very acute injured injured patients. And in those, when your body's already in this inflamed state, you you feel it. You know, it's not. We don't in Chinese in Japanese we use the word hibiku, which means the rippling effect of a pebble when you throw it on a calm pond. Uh-huh. So you feel this sensation of, you know, type of mm-hmm. a, a sensation. That, that circle we, in of... English, we only know the word pain for any yeah. altered sensation. You know, if it's not normal, then it's pain. And so just teaching people that you're going to feel a sensation. Um, it may be warmth. It may feel um, just um, like kind of buzzing in that area. It may feel like when you have really stiff shoulders and someone massages them, someone pushes on them and you feel that release go all the way down your arm. Mm-hmm. You know, it may feel like that, but it doesn't usually feel like a pin prick or a poke. Do you often time have people fall asleep while they, they're having the treatment? Oh, well, often people no, obviously. put you into a really <laughs> deep state of relaxation. And some people come in purely for that. People just come in for relaxation. But people could also come in for any type of pain or inflammation or emotional upset um, or it's to release that it offers that release mm-hmm. and it's anywhere from you know four needles to to you know if someone's extremely injured or with scoliosis things like that you know we may use 30 or 40 needles at a time depending on what's going now, on let's say with we that individual stress excuse me there's an enormous amount of stress going on in our country we've had a two-year political campaign going on for two solid years and 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 each day it got worse and and negative and stress and then all of a sudden we have an economy problem and stress stress is upon many people even if you weren't affected by anything at all you were affected because it was uh, it would became almost like you were burning out from the negative and the stress and the fear you the have fear a lot of oh, kidneys and the fluid in your body fear, exactly so people should be considering it for stress 
Oh, absolutely. Release that stress. Uh, you know, but then people are like, I don't have the time. It makes me more stressful to create the time to come in. But it's well worth it. it <laughs> Did is you talk very to my doctor? Well that's a dirty trick. <laughs> <laughs> but the fear that's going on in our country right now, people don't realize how it's internalized oh. and how that really affects our our body and, and the yin of our body. We're back to that outside the body again. Exactly. But, you know, it's so internalized. You know, it's all the same. You know, the veil between inside our body and our external environment is, is very, very thin. It's so connected. Well, we have to go. Okay. I am just enjoy this. Leah, you are one of my favorite people I've had on, too. I, this is something we need to do again. Well, I have I'd like to a do, uh, lot of recommendations on food for patients to help with their let's yin. Let's learn more about that on the next one, and I'll have my uh, director, Sarah Seals, who's my director of the audience, she will give you a call, and you two stick a subject, because I think you are very good at your education with us, and I think what we need in our life today around the world is learn how to be more proactive about learning about those symptoms and try to do something about them as we recognize something is changing. Okay, well, I'm just going to plug my webpage, which is www.greshamacupuncture.com, where patients okay. can learn more about this as well. And spell Gresham. G-R-E-S-H-A-M, and then acupuncture, A-C-U-P-U-N-C-T-U-R-E. So where in the world they can come on and learn. And you might put on there that meridian so people can kind of learn to the education in the class, what that means about their body and the yin-yang. I try to, and I try to put seasonal information Act, on Oh, wonderful, the seasonal. Yeah. Exactly what people can expect well, from a treatment. Well, thank you. We'll do it again, Sharon. I hope. I sure appreciate you taking time away from your very busy schedule because you obviously realize that, what a mission this is. Great. Thank Good you, Leah. You. Tell everyone I said hello there. Everyone. You have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Did you learn a lot today? And this is what it's all about. And we'll be bringing back our doctors and different ones and keep reinforcing more about what you're going through, all of us. This is a shared planet. We are a family, and uh, we're enjoying uh, what we're all doing together here as our own ecosystem. Uh, We're going to listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Art Bernstein, one of our favorite guests. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. Art, are you there? I'm here. Um, Wasn't that fascinating? Were you able to listen to Leah? I caught the last few minutes of it. Yeah, she uh, really, uh, her background is just absolutely fabulous. For the sign of the times right now, too within our planet. It's not only the global warming uh, that we've been getting a lot of uh, concerns and people got afraid uh, that they may have a tsunami anywhere and they could be asleep. Um, Then we have our health 
is being affected because of the, the fear that had been put into people, and the earth is feeling it all over. And, and here we sit trying to learn more about what makes the earth uh, as, as human as, let's say, as the will of all of our faith in God that we are um, trying to live on this earth and with the conservators that we all are. Uh, to make sure the earth is uh, taken care of, and, uh, and we're learning more. Yeah, stress teaches... seems to chase after you. You what? I said stress seems to chase after you. Yeah, so they want to. Well, the people out there want it to. And I'm real quickly, uh, as much as we've learned about the earth is changing, and many scientists have said it has from the beginning, and it isn't quite as man-made as people forced it on people to believe, although we're all concerning about life on earth to be for eternity right. uh, but earth is on its own too because earth has a mind of its own and that's the power of on my faith god and uh, i believe that we are living with that force but then we have other things going on to force us to believe that it's beyond the, fa- the face of, of the earth and god's will it's all been put on to us by man forcing us to believe there is such negative and uh, I'm, I'm very concerned about people's health, and that's why this show began. Uh, and I believe in the nature of Earth, and I think this is why it's important to have the topics that we learn at the end of the show. Right. You're going to talk today about the Phantom Five, Canada's first natural marine conservation area. What is Phantom Five? Phantom Five. What fathom is Phantom is a... My God, I don't know how deep a fathom is. A fathom is, you know, like a, a, a measure of ocean depth. Oh, okay. Uh, how, how long a fathom is, I can't tell you. A league, I think, is, uh, I don't know that either. Oh, boy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that again. We need to know what that means. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> Come to our class. I guess the water there is five fathoms. Put on the deep. website when we're all done what that yeah. means. Uh, I looked up everything I thought you could possibly ask, except how <laughs> deep a fathom. You and I have known each other a long right. time. You should know I'd, well, I'm not as smart as you are. I had to ask. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, this is in Canada? Uh, it's a Canadian national park. It's the first Canadian underwater national park. But it also has uh, five islands, one of which is Flower Pot Island, which I've been to. In fact, I've been to the area. In fact, I talked about it last week. Um, Flower Pot Island used to be part of what they call Georgian Bay Islands National. Now, you might tell us if where this is in Canada. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Lake Huron oh, is, okay. is the second largest of the Great Lakes. Okay, and that's and half what? of it uh, touches Michigan and half of there it touches go. Ontario. About a third of Lake Huron is what they call Georgian Bay. Mm-hmm. And Georgian Bay is separated uh, from the rest of Lake Huron by something called the Bruce Peninsula, which okay, is a long peninsula. Okay, National Marine Conservation. What? Right. When did it begin, and what? What is there? Well, let me finish. The Bruce Peninsula sticks up from the mainland of Ontario, mm-hmm. separates Georgian Bay from uh, from the rest of Lake Huron. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is all about. 150, 200 miles northeast of Detroit. Okay. So, um, Near, uh, in Ontario, Canada. Right. The, National, the Fathom 5 National Park was created in 1987 
Before that, uh, some of the islands were part of Georgian Bay Islands National Park, which was created in 1929. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got to tell you this, though. This, this, this intrigues me somehow. Um, north of the Bruce Peninsula, also separating Georgian Bay from the rest of Lake Huron, is an island called Manitoulin Island. And uh, Manitoulin Island is the 17th largest island in the world. And it's the largest island in the world that's in a freshwater lake. Hmm. Okay, now listen to this. On Manitoulin Island, there's a lake. That's the largest lake on a That's the largest lake. So, I'm, so we have an island that's right. the 17th largest island in the world. Right. And on the island, there's another lake. Right, and that lake is the largest lake that's on an island in a lake. In the uh-huh. Lake. Okay, now... In that lake, there's an island, and that large that lake that island is the largest island that's on a lake that's on an island that's on a lake in the world. Isn't that fascinating? <laughs> I just had to tell you. Oh, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I am glad you did because that we really are picturing now what you're yeah, going to be teaching us. That just totally intrigued me. Okay, now the marine conservation. I got that out of the way. I'm glad you told us. It's fascinating. What what is the marine conservation then? Um. That area, like I said last week, it's all underlain by white limestone. There's very little vegetation on the bottom of the uh, lake there, and it's some of the purest water in the world. Because of the limestone. Yeah. So you can drive out, and it's five fathoms deep, and you can look through a glass-bottom boat and see all the way to the bottom. Mm -hmm. However, there's a lot of winter storms. They have very nasty winters in that area because it's a narrow channel between Georgian Bay and the rest of Lake Huron. Mm-hmm. And there's 22 shipwrecks at the bottom of the, uh, at the, bottom of the lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, from the little town at the tip of the Bruce Peninsula called Tobermory, uh, they have these boats that go out, these glass-bottom boats, and you can, uh, oh. you can go out and look at all the shipwrecks. And I, and I can imagine all the... Uh marine, um, the fish, and all the things you can see that are swarming around the uh, shadows of those ships and yeah. hiding in them and, and living in them, actually. Oh, absolutely. Now, I was there in about 1968 or 70, so mm-hmm. that, that was before they had the glass-bottom boats. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just... So if we go out, what do we see in the marine, uh, the lights there? What's, what would we be seeing? A lot of fish. Uh, I don't know, fish, uh, <laughs> uh, lamprey eels, sea uh, lampreys. Now, do they fish on that lake, too? Oh, uh, absolutely, yeah. And is there any other recreation on the lake, or is it just mostly for fishing and boating, but no water skiing or jet skiing? Well, or? it's become, since I was there last, the number one uh, snorkeling spot in the world. Okay, okay. It's, uh, you can dive down to the shipwrecks and you can snorkel over. What do you think the temperature of the water is there? It's a little chilly, but it's it's just uh, I mean yeah, it's, it's it's normal summers, eighty ninety degrees. Mm-hmm. So the water warms up. Okay. Um, when I was there, I took the little boat out to Flower Pot Islands, mm-hmm. which is now part of Fathom Five. It used to be part of uh, Georgian Bay Islands, mm-hmm. and. It's a little island, you know, like 10 miles offshore from the tip of the Bruce Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's white limestone cliffs all around on every side. Huh. And 
offshore are these little these things shaped like giant flower pots. Tell our audience what limestone is. Can you do that, or am I putting you in a... Limestone is uh, basically ocean bottom uh, seashells that have turned to stone. Okay, and what color is it normally? Uh, white. White. Yeah, it's got a lot of white. You know, can also be dolomite, which is uh, kind of yellowish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can have other minerals in it. Most of the caves uh, are limestone because mm-hmm. it's made out of uh, you know mostly calcium, mm-hmm. and uh, it dissolves real easily when, you, mm-hmm. when it comes when when does water lime- runs through it. It turns into an acid. So does limestone absorb water? Uh, yes. Okay. So that's how caves get formed. Okay, 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 in the cave. There we go. So, uh, but uh, the cliffs on Flowerpot Island and the cliffs on the Bruce Peninsula and the cliffs on Manitoulin Island are all part of the uh, Niagara Escarpment. Now, if a person did you... It's the same cliffs that Niagara Falls falls When you went in to do some research to get ready for our show today, did you get a website that people can go to? Uh, I usually go to Wikipedia, but there's also, uh, I just look up... Uh, Flowerpot Island or Georgian Bay Islands or... Look up in Canada, Flowerpot Island in Canada. Yeah. Uh, Flowerpot Island in Canada to research that, because I think that's something... You know, there are people that listen to it that probably would love hearing all these different places they've never heard of before. Flowerpot Island is magnificent. There's there's caves underneath the uh, limestone cliffs, and there are these 250-foot high... Things that look like flower pots sticking off the shore, and, and mm-hmm. it's just uh, now. What kind of trees do they have up there? And uh, bushes and conifers. Uh, it's, it's getting pretty northern by then. Okay. So uh, mostly uh, spruce and uh, balsam fir. Now, the, and the and the geography is flat or hilly or no mountains. Uh. It's a glacial, it's a continental glacial, okay. uh, so it's kind of rolling and hilly, but right in that area, you have these big limestone cliffs everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Like I said, it's part of the, the same cliffs that uh, Niagara Falls flows over. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell our audience before we uh, say goodbye about it? I can't think of anything. So how long would it take, let's say, a person would decide to go from, uh, let's say, from Wisconsin to go to there? Is it, uh, how many, is it, uh, well, give, me a, give us an idea of how long it would take to get there from where. Well, if you're from, in Ontario, Detroit, Canada, uh, how long does it take to get to okay. that location? Uh, let's say you start in Detroit or Cleveland. Okay. Um, you have to drive to Port Huron, Michigan, mm-hmm. and go over the Blue Water Bridge, and that, that's the quickest way to get there, uh, and then you drive along the lake here on shore for about 100 miles and then up the Bruce Peninsula for about 80 miles. Mm-hmm. And to so the town of Tobermory, T-O-B-E-R-M-O-R-Y, which is one of the cutest little towns. And if you're going to Manitoulin Island, uh, that's where you got to go. Mm-hmm. you got to go to Tobermory, and then there's a big car ferry that goes to Manitoulin Island. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I appreciate that subject. I really enjoyed that today and uh, knowing about the limestone because I can imagine the color yeah, of that it, lake. It's absolutely gorgeous. Does the color, it's you've seen the lake, is it anything like the color of Crater Lake in Oregon? Uh, no, it's kind of more, 
Uh, Clear looking. Uh, no color. A little white uh, tint on the bottom, so it's not as okay. blue. It's more a little more greenish. Got more green because of the clearness of the water, because yeah, it's not blue, blue. Just beautiful, just beautiful. Well, thank you very much for all of your information and your background of knowledge. Well, thank you. I enjoy being on the show. Well, thank you. You have a very nice day. Okay. We'll talk to you again soon, I know. Goodbye. Bye. Isn't that fascinating about Earth's life, the life of Earth that we live with, that is so important, but without the people on the Earth, I'm totally convinced that it couldn't be what it is today because people really love this Earth and live with it. Um, There's 1.1 billion people in the world that do not have access to safe water. This is roughly about one-sixth of the world's population, and I just told you today it's growing. 2.6 billion people in the world do not have access to adequate sanitation. That's concerning to me, Uh, very concerning to me. And I think it's happening all over the world that we're getting a lot of problems with around the world. There's death every day because of lack of water. And, of course, lots of stress is causing uh, health problems to be sure and drink a lot of water. Drink up to about, uh, if you're under a lot of pressure and stress, believe it or not, life is in water. And have about a glass of water uh, about every hour, two hours, around the 24 hours, so that you can get about 12 glasses of water. It is vital. I've been in meetings when I'll turn to a group and I'll say, you've got to drink water. It's almost like I mean life or death. It can help you reduce your stress. And Leah today taught us a lot about the identity of living with yourself outside of your body and the dehydration of your health. Remember, life on earth is a secret. Embrace your life every precious moment. Earth is whispering. Never say goodbye. And leave a footprint for the world to know how lucky we are to live with what we have the freedom of worship, prayer, and peace to earn integrity, respect, and dignity. This will take courage and wisdom for all of us. It's a beautiful earth. Have a nice day. Thank you for listening. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. Thank you.